Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Hey everyone, welcome to Wake Up With The Warriors, where we're recapping the Friday, April 5th game between the Golden State Warriors and the Cleveland Cavaliers. The Warriors were a little shorthanded tonight as both Andre Iguodala and DeMarcus Cousins got the day off, second day of a back-to-back. And it was the second game in a row where they faced a very depleted team that did not look like they're used to seeing them. Golden State was playing Cleveland, who they of course have faced in the NBA Finals four times in a row. It will not be five times in a row. The Cavs have just 19 wins on the season to 61 losses. They have been eliminated from the playoffs for quite some time. And despite just being a year removed from meeting the Dubs in the finals, this team didn't look very familiar to Golden State. They've faced each other a lot of times over the past few years, but... There was no LeBron James, obviously, as he is now in Los Angeles. But there also wasn't any Kevin Love, who has been hampered by injuries all year. No J.R. Smith, who has essentially been sidelined all year since he's not a part of the team's plans. This was just an entirely different Cavs team than Golden State has got to know over the past few years. With the exception of Tristan Thompson, who was there, who did start. But like the Lakers last night, the Cavs were no match for the Warriors on paper. However, they put up a little bit more of a fight than Los Angeles was able to do. Right out of the gates, this was the Warriors game through and through. They flexed their muscles as you would expect a team starting four All-Stars and Andrew Bogut to do against a lineup of Colin Sexton, Brandon Knight, Jetty Osman, Larry Nance Jr., and Tristan Thompson. Obviously a huge talent disparity between the two teams. And the Warriors showed it early. They got off and running. Their offense was very crisp. Andrew Bogut was playing very well, getting the start with, with Boogie out. And the Dubs jumped out to a 10-point lead after the first quarter and a 19-point lead going into the half. One of the big stories was Steph Curry, who kind of hilariously struggled against the Lakers. When the Warriors played Los Angeles, it was the first game since the story emerged of Curry getting contacts to help his vision and how much better he had been shooting and and then he threw up a stinker going just one of nine from beyond the arc in LA a place where he has struggled before he turned that around in a big way against the Cavs he made nine of 12 shots from beyond the arc some of them were open some of them were not very open he seemed to relish the opportunity to go at exciting rookie Colin Sexton and to try to give him a little bit of a lesson. Steph was 12 of 21 overall from the field, finished with 40 points, 
six rebounds and seven assists. So quite an offensive explosion after having just seven points against the Lakers. To go off for 40 against Cleveland was pretty fun to watch. His backup did exceptionally well also. Quinn Cook got some big minutes, played 16 minutes tonight, and he was automatic from beyond the arc. 5 of 6 from the field, 4 of 5 from 3-point distance, 14 points and 2 assists on the night. So the Warriors' two point guards combined to shoot 13 of 17 from distance and 17 of 27 overall from the field for 54 points. Not a bad night. It was pretty clear from this game that Steve Kerr was willing to let the Warriors kind of grow a little bit. The Cavs started to close the gap in the second half, and Kerr was still happy to play a lot of his reserves. Quinn Cook has been getting a lot of minutes lately. Jonas Derebko, who played 17 minutes tonight, he's been getting a lot of minutes. Kerr has been prioritizing giving some of those bench players the opportunity because he knows he's going to need to rely on them. Something else we saw in a similar vein was Cleveland leaving Draymond Green open, daring him to shoot. That's something that we are undoubtedly going to see in the playoffs. Draymond is the weak link in the starting lineup from a scoring standpoint, and teams are going to dare him to shoot. They are going to let him shoot. And we got a little bit of a taste, perhaps, of how Draymond and how Steve Kerr are going to approach that. Dre had the green light tonight, and he set the tone immediately. He took and made a three-pointer on both of the Warriors' first two possessions. A minute into the game, it was Draymond Green 6, Cleveland 0. Those are the shots that he needs to make if the Warriors are going to operate at the level that they're capable of operating at. And he was the team's second leading scorer tonight. He had a season-high 20 points, 8 rebounds, 5 assists, He took 14 shots, made 8 of them, went 3 of 7 from beyond the arc. His 3-point shot is starting to come around, but more importantly, he is showing a willingness to take it when teams leave him open, and that is going to be a little bit of a foreshadowing for the playoffs because you can guarantee that that is the scheme that teams are going to throw at Golden State in the playoffs. They are not going to give Kevin Durant and Klay Thompson any space. They are going to trap Curry in the high pick and roll and force the ball out of his hands at every chance. They are going to put their best interior defender on DeMarcus Cousins. And if Draymond Green gets the ball beyond the three-point line, they are going to dare him to shoot it. And if he can make them at the clip that he's been making them post-All-Star break, it's pretty hard to imagine anyone beating the Warriors. So anyway, Cleveland against the Warriors bench unit made things very interesting in the fourth quarter. It looked like the Warriors were going to get to rest their starters, get to see all of their players play fewer than 30 minutes again, but Cleveland kept chipping away and chipping away at the deficit in the fourth quarter, and before you knew it, it was a three-point game with just a few minutes remaining. Steve Kerr was forced to go back to his starters bring in his best players. They were able to do what they do best, put the game away. Curry had a huge three down the stretch, had some free throws as well to close things out. 
and it wasn't always pretty, but the Warriors got the win, 120-114. to 114. Their magic number is now one, as the Denver Nuggets did win tonight. So one more win by the Warriors or one loss by the Nuggets, and Golden State will clinch that top seed in the Western Conference. That means, as Bob Fitzgerald was pretty excited to point out on the broadcast, that Golden State will get the opportunity to clinch home court advantage throughout the Western Conference playoffs on Sunday during the final regular season game at Oracle Arena. And we'll be back then when they take on the Los Angeles Clippers.